What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Culture Podcast. As you know, we just released a video earlier this week, uh, but we've got a little bit special thing planned for this uh, Lions game that we've got coming up this week. Uh, tomorrow, actually, on Saturday, we're recording on Friday. Um, we are here with Marisa from Heard That with Marisa Tigney on YouTube, and she is a devout Lions fan. And we are going to be here just talking about uh, this matchup and how we feel about our respective teams. Uh, obviously, I'm here with Jacob and Steven. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see you, uh, Marisa. How are you? I'm absolutely amazing. Thank you, gentlemen, for the invite. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, Marisa. Uh, so um, when I was setting this up with you, as I told you, we had a mutual friend that introduced us to your podcast. Uh, I immediately um, – I have a weird thing about uh, – I, I fall in love with – people that don't talk about teams I follow. Um, I follow DFW uh, sports teams, obviously Dallas, you know, the Cowboys, Mavericks, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So I always love um, just uh, just being able to poke my head in on different, uh, different fan bases. And um, I, I have enjoyed yours. I've enjoyed all your guests um, thus far. So uh, keep up the good work, obviously. But uh, thank you. Yes, ma'am. But we are here to talk Cowboys Lions, uh, week seventeen already. Yeah. Um, Where did this season go already, guys? I'm telling you, you know, they say you, you know, time flies when you're having fun, and both of these mm-hmm. teams are having fun. So, um, yeah, let's jump right in. Let's talk Lions. Let's, uh, you know, to, if you're if you're going to explain to a, uh, you know, three knucklehead Cowboy fans, you know, who the Lions are this season, who their identity is, um, you know, what what would you say to that? The Lions is just one word, and that was introduced by Dan Campbell when he came in three years ago, and that's grit. Hmm. Uh, that's a lot that we see out of this team. Um, some the games have not been the best. Uh, some of them have been closer than expected. Uh, some of them that we have been projected to win i.e. the uh, Chicago Bears game at Chicago. Uh, That was, you know, kind of a a rocky embarrassment. Uh, But then this is a team of resiliency. They turn around and they get it together by the next game. And uh, I I just am am so appreciative of what Dan Campbell, what Sheila Ford has done, Sheila Ford Hamp in this this amazing uh, upper office, Um, Brad Holmes, you know, rolling the dice and adding the pieces, what we needed, uh, especially the run game, especially on defense. Um, I mean, we have an incredible rookie tight end of uh, San Laporta, you know, so it's, it's rookies like him and rookies like Jameer Gibbs and then getting a veteran David, uh, David Montgomery and then uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, coming back off the injury. And then, you know, we got on edge, uh, go blue to, the Michigan fans going, getting ready for the sure. bowl, but you know, Aiden yeah. Hutchinson, you know, adding him right on edge. So it's just like these pieces that they are rolling the dice on that they are, they're, they're drafting needs. And that is, you know, been something that lions have not been well known for. It's been always the flashy name, but it hasn't been the pieces that are needed on defense on special teams, you know, a QB, uh, Jared, Jared Goff, He's been at the Super Bowl when he was on the Rams. And then, you know, the switcheroo came and literally all of 313 and Detroit fell apart when John Matthew Stafford went, you know, to another team. And so we got golf. But um, this team 
from where they were starting off in the golf era of three and 13 and to come and be right now sitting at 11 and four and playing a team that is very respected. Um, and it has not been easy on the Cowboys and on certain games, but the resiliency of this Detroit Lions team, the grit of this Detroit Lions team, uh, the fan base, I mean, just the dedicated fan base of seeing what has been the ups and the downs and this, you know, 0-16s and being the first team to do so um, in the complete turnaround. Uh, I literally have said that this is the coaches and the players. It literally, we were like kind of compared to, I compared it to the Island of Misfit Toys from Rudolph and the Red-Nosed Reindeer that, you know, we went through so much of, you know, the coaches and it was just like kind of like a turnstile Rolodex of how many people, you know, led this team. Um, but where we are now and where this uh, these players are at now, the mentality has completely shifted uh, since last season, at the end of last season, you know, barely missing the playoffs. Uh, and now getting into the postseason. So there's, you know, some good football left. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this weekend, and, you know, and then uh, we move on from there. But it's literally one game at a time, guys, uh, yeah. what, you know, both of these teams, you know, like I said, that I respect uh, are going to do on Saturday. Yeah, thanks for that input. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, putting myself in a Lions fan shoes, I, I can I. I think it's probably quite literally one game at a time. You can only take so much winning. Exactly. <laughs> um, come a long way since the Silver Dome days. But, uh, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think this this panel right here, you know, it's an NFC, it's an NFC team, it's an NFC rival, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think we quietly pulled for the Lions. You know, Dan Campbell's a Texas man, and um, you know, you like seeing success stories like golf. You know, he's he's been way up here. He's been way down here and here yeah. he comes again. You know, we've kind of, you know, outside of being to go into a Super Bowl, um, you know, we, we've kind of been on that roller coaster with Dak Prescott for the last eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, who's finally kind of, kind of getting it together. So, uh, all that being said, I'll, I'll just straight up ask you, are the lions, you know, from someone that follows the lions, the way you do, are the Lions, is it NFC Championship or bust this year? Is it Super Bowl or bust? Or is it, uh, are we just being, are we just kind of happy to be here? You know, I think it's a mixture of all of it because yeah. of the fact that, you know, myself, uh, I was a sophomore in college when they last won the NFC, then Central, now it's North. Uh, so waiting 30 years for this moment um, and crying, grown tears in my car like a child. Uh, no shame on that. Uh, no, sports does that it, to people. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing how sports just brings out the emotions in you. You know, when you reach the pinnacle, you feel like you're part of that team. You're invested in that team, right? So, you know, you're on the journey with them. I was on a journey with them when they were 0-16, on the journey with them now that they're 11-4, and 4, you know, and coming to play in Dallas on Saturday. Um, it, it's 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 been uh, in, uh, a complete and amazing wild, crazy journey. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I think this team has the potential to do something in the postseason. Uh, but I am that one game at a time mentality. But listen, your girl is ready, got her luggage out in case you know she wants to jump on the way to Vegas real quick. So trust and believe <laughs> all of that is happening. Uh, but like like I said, you guys, I, I'm just one game at a time and how we do, you know, and assess each one from there.
is is my whole mentality about that. Absolutely. Basically, when when it comes to this game, what, what I wanted to ask was, you know, if if Detroit's going to win or what what would cause Detroit to win? What would cause Detroit to lose? Like, what do you think are the keys to this game? If, if you had to say. He's a game for Detroit to win this if Jared Goff is on one connecting with yeah. his core uh, running backs, Gibbs, Monty, Amon Ra, um, you know, uh, connecting with Sam Laporta, who, I mean, for his rookie years playing out of his mind. In my mind right now, I think C.J. Stroud will end up winning rookie of the year. I know he was out with some injuries. He's supposed to be back for the Texans this weekend. Um, but, you know, Sam Laporta is like right there in my mind, a close second. Um, that, those have to be, Jared Goff has to make those effective. Uh, we have to make smart plays and, um, you know, just make things happen. How Detroit can lose this, uh, the defense. Sometimes the defense, to me, like I said to y'all before we even hit record on this, can give me so much anxiety and blood pressure that Tums is on standby. Um, literally, just we know the some feeling. of the times, you, just the silly penalties of the off, um, you know, offside penalties, you know, just, uh, you know, roughing the passer, just silly penalties. I literally believe that the stripes has the yellow flags out with the lion embroidered on every single yellow flag. Because you all know that you know the feeling, right? Like yeah. literally a game that should be done within a two and a half, three hour frame. You feel like that you've been sitting there six hours because every five seconds there's a penalty, illegal breathing, illegal touching, yeah. illegal tripping, yeah. illegal. You know, it's all kinds of silly stuff that you're like, this is even exist. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, that to me, uh, the penalties, the defense, uh, you know, the ups and downs and the yo-yo of it, I would, I would, I would be lying to myself and to those Lions faithful to sit here and say, oh my gosh, our defense is rock solid and I have confidence in them every single week. <sighs> you know, we know who we're facing this weekend. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are not a slouch, even though y'all lost, you know, digs for the season. But you have a gold mine in uh, Deron Bland. I mean, hello. <laughs> you know, yeah. that has been every uh, quarterback's nightmare uh, with the picks that he got. I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, he got like five yeah. uh, in a game or so. I mean, that's just absolutely phenomenal. So uh, those are the keys for me. You know, we can win this in how we can lose this. Uh, but, you know, again, we're going against uh, you guys that are – have made the adjustments, if you will, on offense, but you've made them on defense as well. And some of the games that whether you were is going to be a close one, y'all were able to figure it out. I have to give the Dallas Cowboys credit because I know people have said, well, they played a horrible New York Giants team because they were hurt and Daniel Jones this and everything else. And people precisely watched how you all blew them out and the and the plays that were made and people they need to get the narrative out of their mind that Dak can't throw. <laughs> I mean that right there. Yes, y'all blew them out, but you blew them out because you made the adjustments, especially on offense. Dak Dak Prescott's arm, just phenomenal, and that's where it's going to be a problem if Detroit falls behind on that because he can connect to his receivers very quickly, um, and right there in the pocket. So, yeah. So it seems that. I'm hearing you right. It seems that you're saying you you feel confident in your offense and their ability to score points. Mm -hmm. You're kind of worried about the defense. Are you saying you you might you're kind of expecting a shootout situation? I think it's going to be a shootout situation. I do. 
sure. Yeah, I can totally I, when see I saw that on the calendar, I was like, this is definitely going to be a shootout. Which quarterback is going to, you know, make it happen all the way to the uh, end? It would not surprise me if this game goes into overtime as well. I just don't want it to end in a tie. Please, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I can totally see that. And I, I see that more and more as we get closer and closer to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, last season, Detroit came here and... Um, Made it, it a game. One. Made it a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was it at wasn't that some game. High scoring thing, but it was a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. You probably don't remember this, but it was. It was actually Dak Prescott's first game back off of injury mm-hmm. uh, from last year. But uh, yeah. so it took us a while to get rolling. Um, but yeah, I mean, golf actually played really well that day. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, and now he's showing up with even more weapons. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll just quickly say I think our key to victory is is. Um, making sure golf doesn't have that day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that, that goes back to Micah Parsons and the defense and uh, kind of get them back rolling. Um, people tell us all the time that uh, Micah goes absent. Micah shuts down from time to time. Um, uh, it kind of going back to what you said, you, you got to watch these games because mm-hmm. uh, he's a disruptor, even if he's away from the ball, but um, uh, yeah, they tell us that uh, our defense can disappear on us um, and which we have, there's been moments where we would agree with that. So I think uh, they've got to be sharp and they've got to be in, um, they got to be in golf's face all day. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan, do you have a, I was actually going to um, ask you about how do you feel about your O-line? Cause I know everybody talks about how good the O-line is. Do you mm-hmm. think that there's anything in particular that they're like overly good at? Or cause I don't know. I'm, I'm a big like O-line kind of guy. I, I really, yeah. like, we have a left guard is uh, Tyler Smith and I'm just, he was just a great pick and he's been really good for us. Mm-hmm. Is there like any weaknesses you see on maybe your O line that people aren't thinking about, or maybe um, do you think it's just rock solid? Or uh, I just wanted to see what you thought about that. That's such an amazing question too. Um, I had talked about this to somebody because you know I like to talk to other podcasts and those that you know in chats and everything else about you know what are some opportunities on your teams and what some weaknesses on there. Uh, the offensive the offensive line for the Detroit Lions has got weapons all over the place. I mean, Jamison Williams, and, you know, like I mentioned, uh, Amara St. Brown and Gibbs and Monty and Laporta. Uh, it starts with Jared, I believe. It starts with Goff and utilizing them. Uh, and again, like you had said, Stephen, you know, the defense uh, not being the disruptor, somehow Goff has to work his way around that and utilize the weapons that he has. Um, to start off this season, gentlemen, you know, he didn't have any interceptions, you know, until he hit that very talented Baltimore team. And then, you know, it just went like way, like, um, just horribly wrong. Um, you know, and then that is where, you know, each week to week, he made the adjustments. Uh, so for me, it has to be where he has to know that he is coming against a defense that, in, in all credit to the Dallas Cowboys made the adjustments when they lost their big player, their, their right there of, of Trayvon Diggs and made the adjustments and on that line and the kudos to y'all through injuries and losing key players that uh, the adjustments that were made and the things that were worked out have worked out. Thus the reason why Dallas Cowboys has been successful in majority of these games. Thus the reason why, you know, he clinched up playoff spot um, and you know, it's uh, th- like I said, the teams, these both of these teams, it's, it's definitely going to be a shootout offensively. I, I like what I see, um, but I think it starts with golf for sure. And, you know, the play calling of Ben Johnson, who, 
you know, at the end of the season, at the end of, you know, postseason, wherever, you know, the chips may fall. For some reason, I have a feeling he may not be with us because he's just that dang talented and have an opportunity to be a head coach somewhere. Because as you say, gentlemen, there's going to be many head coaching spots available uh, at the end of the season, you know, definitely for the Chargers. I think the Raiders got that already locked up and give Antonio Pierce a shot. Um, but yeah, so our, our, I, I am for the, for the first time in a long time, I'm happy where our offense is at and feel confident of where they're at. Just the consistency needs to be there and a the better decision-making of, you know, throws and plays and the gamble sometimes that, you know, coach Campbell likes to take. Don't, don't roll the dice so many times. <laughs> yeah, no. It, yeah. It, uh, again, plays, uh, plays uh, coaches very emotionally, you know, he's just such an emotional guy and uh, mm -hmm. that, that makes, that definitely makes him who he is. I mean, our, our head coach, um, we, you know, we have our critiques about, about some of the risk he takes as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just speaking on that, uh, those head coaching vacancies and you talking about, you know, being able to adjust, um, even when a guy like Trayvon Diggs goes down, mm -hmm. um, that's all Dan Quinn. And, uh, I think we're finally, um, I think he's probably finally going to go take a head coaching job after this season too. So mm -hmm. we're, uh, we're trying to, yeah, I mean, it, it may be, but I, I don't, I think, I think outside of like winning an NFC championship game, I think he's proven everything you can prove as a defensive coordinator. Um, and which he he has won an NFC championship game as a head coach in Atlanta. But uh but no, um yeah, I mean when it comes to the Cowboys, um uh, just once again, I think same same for us. I think uh I, I think we are in for a shootout. I think we're in for an exciting one. Mm -hmm. Guys, uh Ali, yeah. you know, when when uh when Geno Smith showed up here and decided he was awesome. Um, yeah. a couple, a couple. Thursday and the thing is, you don't know which Geno yeah. Smith is going to show up. No, yeah, you don't. You and and we, we got a dose of him on Thursday night football. And yeah, we, I was because oh. I was at that game, and I remember thinking, Geno Smith's gonna, he's gonna be the reason. We're gonna cause him to be the reason why they lose the game. And he yeah. was just, he was lights out. I mean, he was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just kind of squeaked by on that one. It's kind of similar to what happened last year when we played, uh, y'all. Yeah. Um. I was thinking, oh, yeah, you know, you know, this and that. We're going to win because of this. We're going to win because of that. And by the end of it, I was like, man, that was a nail biter, man. And, yeah. And I, and I last year, at least specifically, it was, I know, because Dak was coming back from injury. But on that same note, I guess my last question for you was, you know, what, what, you know, kind of more lighthearted, what stress level are you about this game in particular? I think I'm more excited about it than stressed. Okay. Uh, just for the sheer fact, I'm still, you know, hyped of the fact of, you know, what the Detroit Lions have done, uh, you know, how long it took us to get to this point. Um, you know, do I want them to win? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want uh, a consistent, rock-solid game. It's just interesting to see, you know, the respectable media outlets, gentlemen, uh, give kudos to Detroit, something that, you know, I'm not accustomed to you know, putting them in their top five, you know, grading them and everything, uh, you know, not hearing the media say same old lions and everything else, you know, actually uh, some of it, I feel is forced, but giving, you know, Dan Campbell, coach Campbell and this, you know, incredible team, their compliments uh, because it's well-deserved. Um, I mean, I, I just, you know, I go back and I check, you know, all the stats and everything else when I get ready for shows and, 
and everything else and just double checking like, okay, we are 11 and four, right? We did clinch the <laughs> NFC North, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like for sure, you have uh, all these ones that were, you know, your heavy hitters, your, your teams that were the, you know, the big favorites. Uh, and now it's literally a mixed bag going down to the last couple of weeks of the regular season and seeing the teams that are in the hunt or sitting right now in a spot where they could go and be in a wild card game. So, it, I mean, this is an exciting time in football, gentlemen, where, you know, you get to see, you know, yes, our teams did clinch, but you now we're looking at, okay, who's going to be making it in? You know, we saw Cleveland, 39-year-old Joe Flacco, <laughs> you know, you know, just at home on his couch chilling, just come in here and, you know, that right there, what's, what's going to happen with him? Because he's playing out of his mind right now. You know, I guess they're going to have to sign him, I guess, I guess because Cleveland's not going to, they're not going to be able to draft a quarterback of substance yeah, because they're going to finish too high. So yeah. I guess they're going to have to mess around and sign Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you have, you have these, you know, backups and, you know, these third stringers that have been doing good. I mean, you look at, you know, the Colts, you got Gardner Minshew out there. That's been, I think he's been playing the best football that we've seen since he, you know, came out of Washington state. So it's, it's, it's interesting you know, looking at other teams, like, you know, as you said, Steven, and seeing who is out there just playing spoiler, just playing, you know, to secure their job next season, uh, you know, who's going to get that contract extension. You know, it's, it, it's always, always down to the last several weeks of the regular season, even though, you know, some of these teams have been eliminated, you know, it's now, okay, we're having interim coach who's going to be our coach next season and all of that. So, it for me, I'm just excited about tomorrow. I'm excited about uh, the yeah. game. I'm excited about you know in meeting other fans. I know I'm going to be surrounded by Cowboys fans <laughs> for some reason, win or loss. Uh, I have a good time every time, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, and then I'm married to a Cowboy fan, so I hear about it all the time. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you know that that's all we have for you, Marisa. Um, thank you so much for hopping on with us. Uh, we of course are looking forward to it's been a long time, I think, since a bunch of Cowboys fans were like, whoa, the lions are coming in, you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, this is a, this is a big game. This is a great, this is a big late season uh, game um, Two two winning, winning teams, um, two very good teams, teams that are going to end up with guys with awards, um, mm -hmm. you know, so um, been extremely impressed with Detroit. Um, but Marisa, uh, tell the internet where they can find you. Awesome. Thank you again, gentlemen, for having me on your incredible podcast. Uh, I do have a podcast. It is on all podcast platforms as well as my YouTube channel. It's heard that with Marisa Tigney. Uh, I also am a sports uh, contributor for the Kenny Burns show. So I am on weekly on Instagram. I'm getting ready to grow from there. I have a channel uh, from them that's going to be produced front by them. So it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and I, like I said, I, I appreciate chopping up any kind of sports. I am a fan of football. I'm a fan of basketball, different kinds of things, but I'm a fan of a fan. Uh, and, you know, and the good fans that, you know, will come together. Yes, they want their teams to win, uh, but, you know, just being respectful and having a good time, you know, doing all of that and uh, trading stats and, you know, talking about teams. That's what I, that's my passion. That's what I love to do. So thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, good luck to your Wolverines in the playoff. Let's go. Go blue, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you. Thank you. Thanks, Marisa. We'll Thanks, talk Marisa. to you soon.